show so we're just gonna go with this <laughs> get that mic working platt can you hear me now greetings yes. and salutations welcome to pot is war <laughs> greetings and salutations welcome to pod is war pod is war is brought to you by the good folks at cheer shot radio network in conjunction with the chairshot.com always use your head and we are asking you, we are insisting upon you, we are imploring you all to use your head. And what do I mean by that? That means supporting your favorite website for news, reviews, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Because you're smarter than the average fan. And since you're smarter than the average fan, use your head, your cranium, that shit you got floating between your ears. By going to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and picking up an official chair shot t-shirt we literally have something for everyone and when i say for everyone i mean everyone are you sick of the bullshit media going on in this country in and outside the world of professional wrestling we've got the hashtag journalism shirt are you a christian are you religious do you like that sort of thing hey guess what jesus did the job and his dad was the promoter yep that's his shirt you love tag team wrestling. You miss the days of the Road Warriors, the Midnight Express, the Rock and Roll Express. Guess what? Save tag team wrestling. You love Corona? Guess what? We got a chair shot shirt with a Corona logo. We've got literally something for everyone. All you got to do is peruse ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. And I guarantee if you go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot on ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot, you will find a shirt that you like, and I guarantee it. Get ready for the hot boy summer, ladies and gentlemen. Get your T-shirt. Be out here styling and profiling, stunting and fronting, doing what you do, strutting and cutting. Yippity, yippity, woo. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Remember, thechairshot.com. We're not just a website. We're a movement. I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt. As always, I'm joined by Andrew Belaz and the commissioner, PC Tutty. I feel so bad, gentlemen, for the way we started that show. That seems so mean and so cruel. 
but yet so funny and so apropos for what has happened today. Don't everybody speak at once. Oh, I, I, Tony was moving and gesticulating. I wasn't sure if he was going to actually cue something because he's I got am, soundboard I, powers. I'm trying to do two different things at once. Um, I, I can definitely do something for you, though, uh, because we should be playing this. Like, uh, I just got to mm-hmm. find it. Go ahead. Talk well, about nah, 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 nah. Way, hey, 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 hey. Goodbye. Goodbye. I know what he's looking yeah, for. Yeah, don't step on it. Don't step on it. Let me do it. Don't step on it. Don't step on it. Okay, okay. Are, are you at least going to point to me so I can set it up? Go ahead. So, today in the wild, wonderful, <laughs> wacky, weird world. This is the worst thing. open ever. This is great. I fucking love it. Go ahead. Sorry. This is a live look in. To the meeting that Vince McMahon had earlier this afternoon as we're recording this on a Wednesday evening. Screw you! You're fired! You're fired! Whoa! You're fired! You're fired! You're fired! Alright! You're fired! That's fire. You're fire. Donald Trump. Yeah. That's actual footage from Titan Towers earlier this morning, ladies and gentlemen. That literally happened. That was him. And there was a lot of melon farmers. I, I guess let's just get into it, man. Topic one. This is the big news of the day. If you guys don't mind, literally Vince McMahon looked at a bunch of melon farmers and said. Yeah! Nah, he looked at names on paper, crossed them off, and told somebody to go email them. Come on. He didn't actually do it personally. You know that. God damn it, email them with And one of those screamy gifts that have me looking real angry from the Attitude Era. <laughs> God damn it. So, okay, so, Tony, do you want to uh, do us a favor here and run down some of the names that were fired, or is that too much to ask? A little bit too much to ask. Why don't you guys let me jump back in with you in about 10, 12 minutes when I finish uh, doing uh, my duties here to make sure everything runs smoothly before I get drunk. Just pulling back the curtain. A little extra duties Mm -hmm. today. So I'm going to do that while you guys talk about topic one and pretend I'm not here until I'm here. Ah, I know I know we could talk about the big one that led things off and I mean big as in size, not big as in anything else that he's ever done in his career. Well, that's number wrong. one wait a second, number one, thank you, Mr. Moderator. I am chill. No, you're not. I can't, I'm not even I looking am. at you and I can't tell you're not chill. God damn it, I'm chill. All right. I believe you know. So I'm chilling like a villain fact, in New Zealand never ill and god damn it. There's got to be something so, better than New Zealand you could have put in there. Eh, probably. I'm just going to, before Andrew, I want you to get in here, man. I'm just going to uh, name some of the notable names, okay? Ruby Riot. It's a short list. <laughs> Shut up. God damn it, can I talk? Can I, can, you, you, what, what, what? We're, this is what we're doing? Honestly, <laughs> let me tell you guys something. This is the best first eight minutes we've ever had. I'm trying to be professional, goddammit, and you motherfuckers, melon farmers, keep fucking and farming it up. 
there's a first for everything. All right, go have fun. Be quiet. You can you be quiet for thirty goddamn seconds? I can, but will I? That's the real question. <laughs> <laughs> he got him. He broke him. Yay! I hate you both. Good job, Owen. <laughs> Way to break him, Owen. Yeah. So some of the names that were released as we're recording this on a Wednesday evening. Ruby Riot, Santana Garrett, Lana, Alistair Black, Murphy, and of course the one that Andrew has been itching to talk about. Itching. I was hoping Tony was going to hit it. He didn't. Braun Strowman. I thought he was going to hit the Braun, but he didn't. Braun Strowman. I'm I'm not here for about five, six more minutes. Then why are you here if you're not going to be here? Because if I wasn't here, no one else would hear it but you two. It'd probably be better. It'd be like the greatest show in the history of, of entertainment, right? It's the greatest show never. That's what the hell the that would be show. called. <laughs> There we go. Uh, now we got to type. I've had, more, I, the greatest show. We've recorded. I've recorded one of those uh, twice. <laughs> yeah. And one of them I was involved with. Yeah. It really was Honestly, they both were really good. One was me, DP, and Kenny Killa. And then the other one was, uh, we'll pull back the curtain now, but what is it? The second episode of Mania Madness was yes. done twice. <laughs> yes. Ooh. Oh, I, I, yeah. You talked about that, I think, on one of the shows that week. Yeah. Fun foobar was really foobar, <laughs> but uh, yeah. I don't. Oh, do we really that. even care, huh? What you said something about fupa? No foobar, not fupa. Fupa is a whole different thing. People listening might know what that is. Foobar is fucked up beyond recognition. So it's all also. I think, I think it's the sound area. thing he uses. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't think you'd go into the whole definition. Well, then, you felt you felt compelled to you know expel. Fubar, Fubar is funny. Fubar is not funny. How is Fubar's that funny. funny? Why is it not funny? What about that is not funny? It's just not appetizing. It's a little <laughs> sexist, and you know perhaps we shouldn't say that about women, but the shit is still funny. Nah, because you could just change the P to pelvis area, and then it works on both genders, and it's still just not appetizing. Ain't nobody talking about no man fupa. Okay? Come on, man. That'd be a cool new... I think that's... What the fuck is your problem? Really? That was actually... (laughs) That was was gonna be Mick Foley's name before that Mankind, they were gonna call him Man Fupa, but they went with Mankind instead. (laughs) Man Fupa! Hoo-ah, that's what it's going to be. It's gonna be fantastic. This is what y'all do, man. This is what white people do with y'all Jedi mind tricks. Yeah, you trying to flip people. this shit like I'm the problematic one in this fucking scenario. Like, what the fuck? What a fucking <laughs> white what people. What y'all do, man? You, you see what they do? You see what they do, America? They're horrible. What about the acronyms you're looking for? That's how that one works. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Okay, fine. Here's the real topic of discussion. Why is this happening? What is WWE getting leaned for? It's been a number of months where there has been releases, you know, uh, before Mania, after Mania, now. Why is this happening? Are they getting ready to put out another round of stock? Are they getting ready to sell? Are they just getting lean mean like a washing machine? What do you think? I've been telling y'all this for years. 
as long as we've been doing this goddamn podcast, I've been telling y'all what it is. These melon farmers are getting prepared to sell. And now all of a sudden it's a big topic and everybody's talking about, oh, that's what they're doing. They're trimming the fat. They just had record-breaking profits during the pandemic, which that's that looks really great on paper. And now they're trimming the fat because not only did they get rid of a lot of wrestlers and talent and whatnot, they got rid of a lot of front office people as well. So that's going to look very appealing to a melon farmer that you're trying to sell to. That's what this is all about. They're getting prepared to sell. I'm not saying it's going to happen tomorrow. As a matter of fact, I think I said it, what, two or three years on this show. I said within the next five to six years or five to eight years, they about to sell this melon farmer, man. That's all this is. That's all this is. This is the this is part three. And if you actually listen to the show, thank you, by the way, for listening to the show. But this will make sense to you. This is part three of the great American cash out. And if you actually listen to the show, you'll get that reference. So thank you for listening to the show. I'm rewarding our longtime listeners, all three of you. What up to three? That's There's good. more than three. One for each part of the cash out. <laughs> Check. But, I damn yeah, I mean, bit take, man. I I you. know, I know. I was I was waiting for it. That's why I was just man. giving the time to breathe, and that was funny because you almost couldn't breathe. <laughs> Kiss my fucking ass, by the way. But please. No, I was just gonna say I don't disagree with you. Like they're they're obviously setting up for something with the peacock leasing or whatever you want to call that uh, with the WWE network and now getting rid of referees and front office people and talent that I guess is indie talent that people want to pretend they care about, but nobody does. Like Braun was just roasted. Fucking what? four or five months ago when he made that whole post about how he went to Florida with like 20 bucks in his pocket and lived in his car, but he's like seven feet tall. So of course he was going to make it in the fucking business because people don't look like him. And he tried to make it seem like he, uh, he worked hard and he was some kind of like special interest kind of like, I did this on my own accord. I'm amazing. And I did no, no, you're fucking tall. Hooray for genetics. Well, that's, that's the delicious irony of this whole situation. Drew is now, He's filing for unemployment. He's one of those pull yourself up oh. by your bootstrap melon farmers that he was trying to land base. You back in, you know, for ninety days because the no compete is still covered. That we've learned over all the all the years of shoots and stuff like that. So the no compete is still covered as part of their salary. I think they get the minimum or whatever. So not quite yet, but yeah. And then what, Alistair Black? Who gives a fuck? Like, sure, he's he's creepy, tall gothic guy with tattoos who kicks white well, wow i heard that you really gonna you, you, you really gonna step on my joke with semantics well i mean technically you know he does have a 90-day non-complete clause yes. and, uh, dan is just to, uh, dan follows you everywhere and, chris and get revenue through that fuck, fuck out of here man i, I thought dave was the lawyer i didn't know dan was gonna know start dp was on the show again that's fantastic you should start saying when you hear my voice you know you're gonna hear dps too <laughs> a little inside of baseball right there but if you know that shit was funny as hell yeah i mean like who who gives like lana's probably gonna go to AEW with her husband because yeah AEW's women's division is fantastic right so that's gonna help santana, santana garrett who cares like ruby riot sure she might actually be able to help somewhere wherever she ends up going but 
it's not because she has a name. She's just decent in the ring when they actually let her wrestle. And who knows? Because it's been, what, five years that she hasn't really done anything? Maybe a little less than that? It took Kenta some time to figure out how to fuck to wrestle again when he went to New Japan and, you know, getting out of his WWE slump. So it's not like she's going to just be aces. Buddy Murphy? Oh, well, he's going to do fantastically in AEW because, you know, he's 5'9", and he's, you know, that perfect height, that perfect look that they want to just push vanilla midgets to the moon. So it's it's great. Plus, he's pushing 40, so he's like Kenny's age. And, you know, you got to get those young guys, the new, new upstart talent, to get that push that they deserve because 36 is the new 20. Number one, he's like your age, okay? I know, he's pushing 40. He's 36, I think. You're like 34. What are you talking about? Pushing 40. I didn't say I wasn't pushing 40. I just said he was. Right, you're on the backside. You're not pushing 40 till you get to 36. Then you're on the doorstep. There we go. So he is pushing 40 then. Good job. Because he's 36. I, I literally just said he was like your age. That's not 36. He's 36. You're not 36. He's actually you're not 36. 36 but you're he not is. 36. He's I didn't, you said he's my age. I never he's said not. he was my age. He's not 36. Yes, he is. He's not 36. Google it. You Google it, motherfucker. Okay, he's not 36. So, I, this would go on for another hour. So two things I want to get out of here. One is all the talent has been ordered to go train at Full Sail or, or NXT, whatever you want, wherever you, whatever the fuck you want to call it, ahead of touring uh, with live audiences to get their shit back together. That's one thing. And then two... Do you think AEW wishes they wouldn't have spent money on Mark Henry, Big Show, and Christian? Because they could use that money to scoop up all these people who I think would be better off for them. Hit that two, two-pronged topic. Real quick. No, no, whoa, 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 no, whoa, whoa. Number one. No, 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 no. Stop talking. Don't say words anymore. Not just for a minute. Don't say words for a minute. I'm trying to say you were right. Shit. Buddy Murphy is 32, sir. I just said that. No, it, but it sounds better the when I say I looked, it. The thing I looked at had uh, Alistair Black's age and his age duplicated on the thing, so they were both 36 for what I saw the first time. I looked it up, and now, yeah, it's 32. But whatever. So either way, older people, my point. So continue. Older people? You want to talk, talk about the two-prong thing? Let's go. No, I'm well, just the making th- the fact that he's 5'9", and he fits their whole, look at me, we're AEW, we push people that are, like, fucking under six feet, and that's all the nice fucking thing we do. And he's not new, he's not over, who gives a shit, but continue. Well, the problem is AEW has 162 contracted wrestlers right now. Well, they have they 75 hours of TV on YouTube, because, you know, that's the place you want to have all your wrestling. Like, it's okay. The thing is... A lot of these people that got cut, could WWE have done more with them? Of course. A lot of these people are very talented. A lot of things are surprising. But, yeah, a lot of these people are talented. But I think the biggest surprise, obviously, has to be how we started the show with Braun Strowman. And, Tony, I apologize. I know you asked some questions. We'll get back to those. But That's okay. When I don't moderate, you get mad. When I moderate, you don't answer the questions. Do whatever you got to do. It's all good. Well, per- perhaps if you were more consistent as a moderator, I wouldn't feel so oh obliged to just say whatever the fuck I wanted to say. That's what but people want to hear, though. We just like to change the answers when you change the questions. That's how that works. It's that inverted, like, Roddy Piper thing. Don't worry about it. Oh, shit. Well, hey, if- ta- speaking of that, it, you know, just when you think you got the answers, I put it in reverse. Go back and listen to DWI Backwards three-part series from last week. Excellent show. Oh, Shout out to okay, Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, 
Okay, uh, fucking uh, Christopher Nolan's Memento. Okay, well, cool. Whatever <laughs> you talk about. <laughs> but no, I think the the biggest surprise here has to be Braun because of his sheer size. And it seems like they're kind of the WWE is kind of reverting back to the big man territory right now between Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns, almost uh, Yapik Koto over there on SmackDown. It seems like they're going back to their roots, but. It's weird because, I mean, last year this time he was the universal champion after beating Goldberg. Two months ago, he was in a WrestleMania match with a McMahon, which leads me to believe, and I'm just speculating here. I don't have any insider information. Don't nobody talk to me. But it, it seems as if he's got some heat with somebody backstage because he seemed like the type of guy he was going to be on that Mark Henry big show Kane side of the game, the, the big guy that you could heat up very quickly and get a main event program out of him. And the fact that they just released this guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking he's got some heat with somebody backstage. That's do you think, me. do you think possibly that's possible, but do you think it also could be a crossing intersection of a graph where one part of it is the necessity to have you on the roster. And the other part of it is the amount of money you make. And his X was higher than everybody else's. Touche. Like, I, I, I see what you're saying, man. I can't, obviously, I can't say it's total horseshit because none of us know what happened. Well, put it this but way. A he's guy got, with that size and if, that look, I just feel like, yeah, he's he got some heat backstage somewhere. Whether you want to believe 1.5 or 1.7 or whatever the fuck his number is for a year, if it was 500,000 instead of that, he probably wouldn't have been on the cuts today. Are those the numbers that are be thrown around? Between one point five and one point seven is the downside. At least, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I still think he got some heat with somebody backstage. Well, let's transition to those two other questions I had by asking you guys this: Bronze, the one that is probably the most high caliber of the released people there, right? So, what's the best place for him? To, where, where's the best place for him to go? My mind right away was like, dude. Go to Japan for a year or two. That'd be fucking awesome. I don't know how you feel about that, Andrew. Not New Japan, but to Japan would be fine. Like, if he went to Noah or All Japan, that could help him out. Yeah, but he's not going to do that. If he's going to Japan, he's going to New Japan. I mean, yeah, to be he doesn't fair, fit, though. No, he does fit. New Japan and Japan in general has a history of loving big, he could tall, be Bronzilla. But he's trash. Bronzilla, Bron Kong. Giant. Bron Kong. He, he, okay. He's a, he's about as interesting to watch wrestle as paint is to dry. No. He, he, he's not in that Vader, Bam Bam. He is not in that same vein. Hell, it ain't even got to be white guys. We could throw Bob Sapp in that mix as well. Like, New Japan goes up for lar- Brock Lesnar. They go up for large Americans. Yes, he can make money over there. They'll think he's goddamn Godzilla. He sucks, though. There's a difference. You're Not talking the- about a whole bunch of other people that either had a good gimmick or they were professional MMA fighters or right. all-American athletes. Not with the right partner. He had great matches with Lashley. Roman Reigns made him. His matches with Braun weren't hor- or with uh, Brock weren't horrible. That Goldberg match wasn't horrible. Like with the right it was partner, four minutes. It can't be bad in four minutes. And it was fine for them four goddamn minutes. Shit, like I'm saying, they have uh, everybody in Japan is like four feet twelve. They wow. go up 
big Americans. There's a history. I literally just laid out the history to you, man. There's a place. I'm not saying going over there. I don't think he'd be well. I don't think he'd even want to go over there. He he strikes me on the uh, a non-mask wearing side of the game. You know, like I don't think he would definitely side of the game. If that's what you're trying to get at. Yeah, Yeah. and he's just he doesn't seem like he'll play ball, and he doesn't. He's not that type of worker. Like you're right. Yes, sure. There is big guys tend to get over, but we're looking at a different breed of big guy. Like even if it was. Road Warrior Hawk when he went to, you know, New Japan and All Japan and all that other stuff. Like, he had a different intensity. His gimmick was from, you know, Road Warriors, Legion of Doom, came over with that credibility. Fuck his bronze credibility. He wore a fucking sheep mask, got pulled into the fucking swamp, looked like a big fucking dumbass baby with a beard for half of his fucking career, and he fucking wrestles like the Stay Puft Fresh man eats fucking fruit. Like, he's a pile of shit. I would rather watch anything else. You name it, I'd rather watch it than watch him in New Japan. But he's also a former Universal Champion, and that goes. Oh yeah, what's that mean? All right, so that let's take a long way. It's the hold on, it just goes real nowhere. Quick. The Universal Champion's been around five years. It's the same reason why Matthew Delavadova got <laughs> ten million dollars a year to go play basketball at Milwaukee because he had championship experience. No, that's not why. That no. is no. Why he got that much. Like no, that Chris, stop. Far. Chris, you're wrong. He got paid that much money in Milwaukee is because it's the year that the NBA salary cap went up extraordinarily. And if you didn't spend the money, you lost it the next year. That's why a lot of guys like him got a lot more money than they were supposed to get in the NBA that year. You're telling me that if if Matthew Villanueva didn't have championship experience, he would have still got $10 million a year. You're telling me that wherever he went, you're telling me that. Is that I'm what you're saying? I'm telling you what I said is more along the lines of why it happened no, than what you no, said. No, 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 no. You're full of shit. No, I love you, but come on, man. The my favorite the arguments, I love you, but. <laughs> the biggest title in the biggest company in the industry in all the world. And you telling me. 99% of people are going to look at the biggest title in WWE as the WWE fucking title. Not but the hey, universal fucking trash can, blue and hey, red fucking idiot belt that fucking hey, barely was on TV and barely ever defended. Hey, and the best hey, champion currently is Roman because at least he's on constantly and he's an interesting character. But it ain't. I mean, you could say that because they, they pin it as equal at the moment. They don't pin the universal as better most of the time. They do. They put it on their top guy. Initially, it was on Raw, which was the top brand. Now it's on SmackDown, which is the top brand, on the top guy. That's the biggest title they got. Yeah, I mean, you, you, we can argue well, this. Been the A show in a hot yeah. minute, though, and it might be their most viewed. But like, I, I'm pretty sure. Like, let, let's just play in this space for a half a second. No one is going to really give a shit about Kevin Owens being Universal Champion. If he gets a decent WWE championship run. Brian, That's something you can hang your hat dude. on a lot more than Universal Champion. He's a big dude Gives. that was in the biggest company and held the biggest title in the biggest company. That is going to give him a level of cachet, especially if he chooses to go to Japan, which I don't think he will. But if he chooses to go over there, that's going to give him cachet. All right. Where's the most likely place he goes? Where's the most likely place he goes? Tell me. Where's the most likely place he goes then? The The unemployment line. The hunting channel? 
There we go. That works too. He's already in the camo and looking like fucking military reject. So there we go. <laughs> I don't even yeah. know why I moderate. Maybe Duck Dynasty. I was gonna say the same thing with Duck Dynasty. <laughs> look at that. That was my next guess. Who I didn't know that's still a show, but. Aw, you know. folks, look, they're getting along. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Braun's not going to go to AEW because they don't push people over six foot. That's the whole point. Alistair Black will probably go there. Murphy will probably go there. Lana will probably go there for her husband. Maybe, I'm guessing Ruby Riot's probably going to end up in Impact because that seems more her thing. NWA is probably more where Santana Garrett's going to end up because Santana Garrett sucks. She's nice to look at, but she's terrible in the ring. I could see Braun in NWA. I could see Billy Corgan being dumb enough to throw money at him thinking it's going to be something, but it's going to be nothing that nobody's going to watch because it's NWA. And it's behind the paywall. I can see Brian trying to go out to Hollywood, honestly. We saw him try to act during the Swamp Thing massacre, whatever the fuck that was called. I didn't see he could act, but throw some green paint on him and put him in a Marvel movie. All right, is this going to be like Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain all over again? He's going to be like Hulk Hogan 2.0? He already sounds like him. Probably, but shit, Hogan got paid for that. I'd do three ninjas high moon on a, a strawberry. High down. noon on Mega Man. How do you not know that terrible movie? We all grew up with that. <laughs> yes, I or no. You were more of a Santa Claus and Muscles motherfucker, weren't you? That, that's where you were at? No, no. I'm going to tell you where I was. I'm, I'm suburban nanny. <laughs> okay, that's good. The Rock told Hogan he owes him money for going to that movie. Um... But what, what? So, Braun Strowman, yes or no? Is he ever wrestle another match in WWE again? Yes. Yes. I wouldn't be surprised if this was a power move just to get him to take a pay cut, and he comes back in six months. Maybe that's why he got heat because he was making too much money and he didn't want to take the pay cut. But I'm telling you, the reason they got rid of him is because he's got some heat backstage by somebody somewhere for some reason. Mm-hmm. Do you have sources? Your mom. Whoa, my man. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Yeah, this topic went on way longer than I fucking thought. Yeah, we're going to take a commercial. We'll be right back. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey, folks. PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to AngryLemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's AngryLemonade.net. Welcome back to Pod is War. You're listening to Pod is War on ChairShot Radio Network, a part of the ChairShot.com, where we encourage you to enjoy your day the ChairShot way and always use your head. The ChairShot is your place for sports, entertainment, and sports entertainment. And make sure you're heading over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. If you listened to Three Man Weave last night, you know that myself and one Christopher Platt, we have a chair shot t-shirt bet. That's right. Whatever you want to do, whatever you disagree on with somebody, make a chair shot t-shirt bet. It'll make it worth your while. I got the bucks. He's got the nets. The loser has to buy the other one, a soft style chair shot t-shirt right there at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot for the winner. What do you think about that, Balls? Uh, sure. I mean, that's not too bad. That that helps us, help you, and it's all wonderful. It's all Plus, wonderful. soft style is the way to go. Yeah, I c- couldn't couldn't agree more. Uh, shout out to the queen of soft style, uh, Miranda, 
and the hashtag Miranda show as well. Um, very interesting chair shot radio yesterday, Greg, Patrick, and Miranda talking about uh, the 10 year anniversary of Greg and Patrick podcasting. So that's pretty cool. Check that out. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to topic number two. We've been discussing the A&E documentaries on WWE. We've been discussing the Vice TV Dark Side of the Ring documentaries. We've also touched on a number of Broken Skull uh, interviews. Steve Austin, he had the Godfather on. Let's start with where we left off last week. We had seen the A&E biography on Ultimate Warrior. We said a lot of stuff was missing and we couldn't wait to see the Vice TV one. Both of you watched the one on Vice TV and told me that it was even fluffier than the A&E documentary, which I was amazed at hearing that. I didn't even watch it on Vice TV. So tell me what you thought, Andrew. Were you were you as surprised as I was, as we all were, that they didn't dig in more to more depth of the Ultimate Warrior in his wrestling career and things of that nature? The, the problem was it wasn't propaganda fluffed like AE, like the A&E one was. It was just devoid of anything that mattered. Like, it was literally just the most useless hour of my day. I could have done anything else, and it would have been more productive and more entertaining than that Vice documentary. Like, they went over at least half of what A&E already touched on with his early career and yada, yada, yada. They just had his first wife and then gave weird perspective on like their friendship after their divorce and how they met their significant others in a in warriors fucking gym and then had to kind of go their own separate ways as to not you know make anybody jealous or think things and they didn't really touch on the drugs they didn't really touch on any they didn't touch too much on the crazy republican stuff or the conservative or the the anti you know lgbtq stuff that he was doing it's just i don't know like, it really, it was a waste of time. Like, A&E, you could say it was a fluff piece, a puff piece, whatever you want to call it. But at least they gave you a little bit and touched on, well, he had his problems. And they just made it seem like he was a misunderstood guy looking for acceptance. Vice did nothing. Like, they wasted people's time. They had a bunch of shit they could have probably talked about, and they chose not to. Yeah, well said. I can't. Yeah, I can't follow that. I agree at one thousand and one percent with what Andrew just said. It was, and I mean to be fair, it's an hour long show, which means it's really forty five minutes. With all due respects to Brian Pillman, this is probably the one that should have been the two hour show. I, I feel like there was more depth with this topic as opposed to Brian Pillman, and yeah. It was it was it was just a waste of time. It was like A and E. It was about wife number two, and Dark Side of the Ring was about wife number one. And you know, it's it's kind of a pattern that I've been noticing with this season with Dark Side of the Ring. It did so well in the ratings, and Vice told them to double up the episodes and whatnot, blah blah blah. But it seems like they're kind of running out of steam with some of the topics that they've been choosing. You know. Well, and plus the way that their documentary style is, it's very, they focus literally on one thing and they slant the whole thing around the focus of how they want to present the story. And it was harder to kind of pinpoint how slanted and biased it was in some of the older seasons because it was less, less well-known, 
or they touched on the things that people knew and wanted to hear, like the Benoit stuff and all that. And like they touched on Eddie on the during the Benoit one, so people just wanted to hear that. This is a bunch of half of them are people nobody cares about or very niche fans care about, and other ones are people that people hate. Or then you've got Pillman that everybody you know loves and you know wishes that went differently, but that's why they got the two hours, so that makes sense. But like everything else is just very hit or miss, and it's just you see the flaws in their style, and I don't know. I'm not surprised, but eh, I don't. Know, I, like, I, I don't. Go. I don't give a shit about about a uh, not Nick Cage. I, I always Nick Cage. Thank you. I always get Brian Gage and Nick Cage confused because I thought Brian that, Cage. Exactly. That's my point. <laughs> like, that's literally my point. I always get those motherfuckers confused because I thought it was the dude in AEW right now that did prison time and then came out and turned his life around. Like, I, yeah, I get them confused. But I didn't need to hear an hour about that Mellon Farmer putting pizza cutters in people's mouths and, and cutting them. I would have beat that motherfucker's ass. You put a pizza cutter in my mouth, I would have beat your fucking ass, man, for mm. real. I would have beat your motherfucking ass. What I mean, it's CZW, though. You wouldn't have been allowed in. It's fine. I, I, yes. You've heard the stories. You know what I'm talking yes. about. Yeah, I know exactly <laughs> Speaking of which, going back to Warrior, like <laughs> <laughs> look at that, <laughs> a great segue. But I, I keep hearing that the word polarizing coming, you know, with Warrior, and he's not polarizing. Number one, anybody that worked with him hated him, point blank, period. And then, as a kid, obviously the Warrior gimmick. I was like, what? Tony, what were we? What eight, nine, ten years old when we when Warrior got hot? What about an eight, nine, ten year old would not? interest you in warrior with the tassels and he's jacked to the gills he's coming out shaking the ropes and he's running to the ring and the 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 shot of adrenaline that the music is and the face pain and whatnot like yeah of course that would appeal to you and then we get older and you find out he's a homophobic racist piece of shit in his real life and yeah i don't really think that either documentary Obviously, the A&E one wasn't going to go as hard as it did, which is funny considering how I feel like the Macho Man documentary was a hit piece, and I feel like they kind of took it easy on Warrior here. And the Dark Side of the Ring one, yeah, that was totally disappointing. It was basically a love letter to Warrior from his first wife. That's how I looked yeah, at it, you know? that's a decent way to put it. But... So what do you guys think we're going to see... Well, tonight, as you listen to this, uh, we're recording Wednesday. So tomorrow, uh, the next Vice TV Dark Side of the Ring is about Jake Roberts growing up under his father, who was also a professional wrestler. I mean, we all know that story. How in-depth are we going to get there? Are we going to just see more puffy bullshit? That might be the darkest Dark Side of the Ring, if we're keeping it a buck. I don't know where they're going to go with that, but that story, god damn. I, you know I, I mean? think like, I think they're going to tell it like a redemption story, to be honest with you, because Jake's always talked about how his dad told him when he was a kid or whatever, you'll never grow up to amount to be anything, right? And then he'll deal, oh, I had my problems, but I made it, and now I'm clean, you know? But t- take it back to Jake's conception. Like, if y'all know that story, like, yeah, it makes perfect sense that Jake the Snake Roberts was as fucked up as he was. Do y'all know that story about his conception? Why don't you tell it? So apparently Grizzly Smith, who you said was a former wrestler, so Grizzly Smith raped the daughter of his then-girlfriend, and that's what conceived 
the the result of that rape was Jake the Snake Roberts. So he ain't really getting off to a great start here when we talk about this life stuff. You know what I mean? True. And we're not even getting to the abuse that Jake endured as well as, well as his sister, Rockin' Robin, who was in the industry for a little bit as well. Like that, It's the reason why Jake is fucked up, man. I feel like they're going to focus on that, though. I've, it's going to be one of those dark psychologically kind of documentaries where they're just going to go into that. And then I agree with Tani's assessment where they're just going to probably lighten it up at the end that, you know, thanks to DDP and AEW to a degree, giving him a little bit of a second chance at some limelight and cleaning himself up and coming back around. So shit, even WWE but, but, brought but, him back but, into the fold because he was on WWE lost treasures. True. True. But, true. By, by the way, the daughter was underage. That's why I say rape. Because if she's underage, even if she was consenting, she's underage. That shit's rape. So I, I had to throw that out there. That's she no, that's underage. fine. They'll, they'll probably but, touch on that in the documentary, I she think. She was like, what? Like, what? 13, 14 years old? Something like know. that? I don't know. I don't know off the top of my head. But oh, but y'all y'all know what I'm talking about, though. Y'all yes, heard I heard that. Story. Yeah, yeah. She was like 13, 14 years old. That, yeah. Mm. That's right. Well, we'll see what they cover on that moving forward. We'll check back in with you next week. The last part of this topic, did either of you get a chance to check out The Godfather with Steve Austin on Broken Skull? I did not. Not yet, but The Godfather's cool as fuck, so I am going to check that out. It's He's a, just a cool... It's another fun interview, and I think in our you know, chat that we have with Greg, he, he, he probably hit it on the head best. It's because they feel comfortable with Steve. Right. And it's people that Steve has known and they've gone up and down the road with, and they both respect each other. Just the things that Godfather tells you from his perspective. And like you said, he's so, he's so laid back and cool. Like I, I honestly think that Vince McMahon thought that Charles Wright was one of the coolest people he had ever met and wanted to hang around him all the time. Because Charles would even talk about how back in the day Vince would come out with the boys, you know? And you got to remember, man, he was a brother in the wrestling industry at a time where, I mean, it is what it is. I don't have to get into that. Y'all know what it is. But Mm -hmm. the fact that he is universally not only loved but respected by all his peers, that just tells you, number one, how much of a cool motherfucker he was. And the, the motherfucker is a legitimate badass as well. Yeah, true. Definitely. Definitely. Well, check that out then, you guys. I I know you'll enjoy it. It's something that you can just pop on when you're going to bed and fall asleep to and catch it up on a couple different parts. So, all right, we're going to take another quick break. We're going to be back and we're going to dive into some more actual wrestling talk right here. Pot is war. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com. All right, last week there was speculation that New Japan, pro wrestling, and WWE could possibly be embarking on an exclusive relationship. This led to a certain con trying to get himself over. We can get to that in the next topic, which I'm sure you guys would love to, but... How would you feel about a prospective working relationship between WWE and New Japan Pro Wrestling? It would be great for New Japan where they're at right now. Because we've talked about it for the last year that New Japan has been floundering and not really able to bounce back since quarantine and find their footing or find somebody to kind of attach something to. So 
if they went back to the well a little bit with a Shinsuke thing or Cesaro or Roman against Okada, like that's what a lot of people want. No, no, no. Tony, you've got an idea. Well, it makes all the sense in the world. Go. Daniel Bryan. Yes. Yeah. Period. That's yeah. That's yeah. That's what it is. He wants to wrestle elsewhere, and there's your savior because Japan's going to go crazy for him again. Because to be fair, it's a shot in the arm to both of these companies because both of them are stale as twelve-month-old Fritos, and the bag has been open this whole time. We we both know that, and both of these companies need a shot in the arm. And when I first heard this news break last week, my first thought was Daniel Bryan. And then according to Mike Johnson from PW Insider, according to him, that's what this is all about. They're trying to work something up where Daniel Bryan can go over to New Japan and wrestle a few days, blase this, blase that. And if that opens the door, that's cool. Because it does give both of these companies a shot in the arm. It doesn't have to end with Daniel Bryan. There's a lot of dream matches that a lot of people want to see. Not saying they're necessarily going to happen, but a working relationship with both of these companies, that could be cool. Plus, that also adds some interesting weight if you think about what Shinsuke said in the interview a couple weeks ago. Because he also brought up the fact that he wanted to retire wrestling Hiroshi Tanahashi. So... Imagine if that happens at WrestleMania and not Wrestle Kingdom. Or either or. Really? Like if, if they if they do like Rumble Mania and no, you know, for like a two out of three falls match. Just honestly, all the, big, all the big shows. No, no, no. When I thought about the perfect person to send to New Japan would be Daniel Bryan and the perfect person to bring over to WWE. That's not Okada to me would be Tanahashi. No, the perfect person would probably be Jay White. Jay. Tanahashi's only issue, Tanahashi's psychology is still better than Jay White, but Tanahashi's very banged up. And Tanahashi has to... Exactly. So he can wrestle the Miz when he comes back. No. That would actually probably be a great match, honestly, not even joking. But, like, Tanahashi would really have to mold the match around what he's capable of, and that's not what casual wwe american fans enjoy they don't enjoy a story being told in the match for 25 minutes really they want a couple big power spots or a couple big flash spots and then maybe a story here or there and some shit talk because roman roman's gotten over for his use of psychology during this tribal chief but he's also doing what everybody's loved that he did for the last five six years and that's beat the fuck out of somebody talk shit and as you're beating the fuck out of him and talking shit, that's how you progress the story. That's how you get the psychology over that he's the the big dog, the head of the table. And Tanahashi's not that person anymore. And to be fair, my dream Tanahashi match would be John Cena because I feel like they're in a lot of ways the same person. Like hey. when I think of Tanahashi and Cena, just real quick, I think of that Spider-Man meme when the two <laughs> Spider-Mans are pointing at each yeah. other. Yeah. Well, yeah. and what another great. Uh, you know, talent to, to go to New Japan, John Cena. He's not going to New Japan. No, really? Yeah, he wouldn't he go would do go a. He would. He, he, he would no. go for a promo, not for a match. You don't think he would go have a jump. match? You don't think he'd go have one match at Wrestle Kingdom to say he got no. to go wrestle Wrestle Kingdom? No, no. He's he's got. I'm gonna Hollywood. ask him. I'm gonna ask him. He's got three. You he's got that. one. I am. I'm doing it right now. 
of a quarter feet out the door. He's barely going to be here as is. You'll be lucky if you get him for two to three matches a year. projects him in as the fucking pistachio elephant that he does all those terrible commercial for. And he has some kind of like Godzilla versus <laughs> He could be Ferdinand. He could be Ferdinand. He could be Ferdinand. Don't hate. Don't hate, Andrew. I'm trying to get one of them bullshit pistachio commercials with my voice. Don't hate. I mean, hate. I like the pistachios. So. Don't hate. Don't hate. Don't Shit. be a corny ass elephant, though. Be something. Hell, else. I'll do some goddamn car shield if they're going to pay me for it. <laughs> a lot of people will. A lot of people will. <laughs> Ric Flair, William Shatner. I mean, a That's lot of a people will do that. Ice tea. Dude, I'll put. Yo. does everything, though. Bro, he sold I, out a hot minute ago. I'll spend that car shield money. Bring it this way. PC Tunny here for car shield. No, no, we're not going to disperse the good goddamn name of Ice T, man. He didn't sell out. He bought in. That's what you're going with? Yeah, cold water tied him and Steve Austin, money, baby. Man. He is making I'm cold really calls. Yeah. The hustle. I'm just saying, like, he's like so the, What was that road trip or whatever the fuck shitty ass movie he did? So long ago. Move, you motherfucker. Get your what ice was, together, goddammit. What, you what you're talking about? Mute your mic. Mute your mic. You don't even oh, know the fuck you said you're talking Ice T. Right I thought you. I don't watch as many commercials as you. I'm sorry. You don't it's know not my fault that y'all watch the sports games and then you know because you're in the NBA and everything that's on TV and then you get to see all the commercials. I'm you're just sorry. making it worse, Andrew. You're just yeah. making it worse. How yeah. am I making it worse? You're making it worse. Number one, you you misconstrued your ice black wrappers, and now you're talking. I misconstrued my ice products. Oh my god! Now you're talking shit. Now you're talking shit because we watch basketball. You're just making it worse, man. Just just playoffs. I just say it. I said everything. Y'all talk night. about baseball, too. Like, of course, that's why you like the commercials and pay attention to it because you need yep. to to get through innings. And it's a bunch of dark skinned Dominicans in baseball. You're not helping your cause. Say good night, Drew. The fuck! I hate baseball. I don't hate the people that play baseball. <laughs> Say goodnight, Drew. <laughs> goodnight, Good Drew. <laughs> what? So Tunney just wow tweeted John Cena asking him if he would want to wrestle. And number one, he learned Mandarin. He don't even speak Japanese. He spent this whole time learning goddamn Mandarin. Man, he don't speak Japanese. Maybe if it was new Chinese, he might go over there and wrestle, yeah, and be able to cut a promo. New China buffet. <laughs> new China buffet. It, does every That's city a real have thing. A new China buffet? Yeah, does I got every him. city have a new China buffet? Yes. I think they do. There yeah, you go. literally every city. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's probably I want, on Main Street too. I wonder if the every city is Main yeah. <laughs> I wonder if the old China buffet was better. Should this be pot? Is this is this episode is this episode pot is war new China buffet? Is he gonna be okay? New China buffet is on Bay Street and it'll be goddamn yeah. <laughs> That's too long for a title, I think. Oh shit! You you I think you might have redeemed yourself, Andrew. You just pulled up from thirty right there. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> this is a this is a weird episode, hey. Trying to make something out of nothing. This is a really weird episode. <laughs> yes, it is. So now that 
now that the gorilla. Now that hey, now that the gorillas destiny aren't tag champs anymore, do you think that they could come over and feud with the Usos or maybe even join the bloodline? How about that? We got a better chance of Tama and and Loa beating the fuck out of them than actually joining them. <laughs> I was Brad, uh, Seth Rollins Will Ospreay match would be interesting. I know Will Ospreay's head is like discombobulated right now, but so considering we got a guy with no neck versus a guy with one knee, that's great. I'm just saying, man, considering their Twitter beef they had last year, that that would be interesting. I'm not yeah. saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, there's some interesting mashup combinations if they go that route. I don't. If will they? Stay tuned. Plus, utilize NXT. Could you imagine? Now, see, you wanted to talk before about Braun in New Japan. Fuck his dumbass, Walter in New Japan. I could smoke a bag of that. There we go. There all, we go. All of Emporium heading over there. Or Imperium, sorry, Emporium. <laughs> emporium. The, the Emporium. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're another drug Emporium. <laughs> it's the German Emporium, everybody. Hello, I see Kyle and everything, everybody. <laughs> Walter versus Thinking Ricardo or Bad Luck Fale. Bad Luck Wale, I beg your pardon. All yeah, right. I can get on for let's, both okay, of those. Let's stop with the big guys that can't wrestle and let's go back. Thinking Ricardo, I agree with. There we go. It's... <laughs> Find someone else. I'm just saying, him and Bad Luck Wale, they're going to beat the shit out of each other. Him no. and, and Evil as well. They're just going to beat the shit out of each Fale, other. And Fale going to die. Fale can't keep up. And Evil, they'll beat the shit out of each other. Sure. Too bad Evil's going to be boring when he does it and cheat and turn lights and off. But What's my man's name that got the, uh, the six-pack of hot dogs on top of his head and he bald? What's his name? Oh, Reggie Bullock? Shut up. I'm talking about the Japanese guy, not the black guy. Oh, that's talking about basketball. He looks like he's, he's got a fun haircut. He looks like the, it's like almost a weekend haircut Reggie Bullock has going on, right? Andrew knows who I'm talking about, by the way. That's why he's laughing. I'm pretty sure you mean Suzuki because he cuts his hair like an asshole. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> six pack of fucking hot dogs. <laughs> the fuck is this? That could be interesting. <laughs> Walter, yes, that's interesting. Minoru versus Walter would be fantastic. Yeah. Even Goto, or even Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb's been doing decent to work go. lately. Hmm? To go. To go. Oh, that's yeah. Dick. Oh, oh, my bad. You right. You right. You right. Jeff Cobb would be interesting too. I like. You know who I like to see Jeff Cobb fight. Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. That'd be a great guy to head over back to Japan. Wouldn't that be some shit if Joe actually goes to New Japan and then New Japan starts this WWE thing? So we get Joe back in WWE via New Japan? Joe versus Daniel Bryan in New Japan? I would love Joe back in WWE. But yo, man, if... If I'm Joe and I'm Daniel and the reports are to be believed that Daniel is no longer with WWE, what's stopping those guys from put, doing their own thing? I'm all for motherfuckers bucking the system and doing your own goddamn thing, man. That's the main event. You tell me you can't get enough guys on the indies and gals on the indies to fill out a card headed by Samoa Joe versus Daniel Bryan. Who's not tuning into that? Each one of us is. True. True. I would. 
get you a big for the people on the indies are on AEW, and that's probably what the problem is. Well, I mean, but they, you know, pretty Tony Khan lets motherfuckers go work the indies too, though, man. And you and and you know, restrictions are starting to limit, and we're starting to get back to some sort of normalcy. You're telling me you can't fit five to ten thousand people into a, an arena or a facility. And the main event is Daniel Bryan versus Samoa Joe. Of course you could, right? You could. Yeah. You've been pitching this for a hot minute, though. I'm all about motherfuckers saying, fuck the system, fuck the corporations, fuck the powers that be. You go out, make a name for yourself, and now utilize that name to monetize it. I'm all for that. So then how disappointed are you really in AEW, then? Oh, boy, how much time you got? That's a whole podcast. I think we have a whole topic for that, though, right? We do, and we'll be right back with it. You're listening to Pot is War on the Chairshot Radio Network. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Welcome back to Pod is War Chairshot Radio Network, thechairshot.com, where we encourage you to live life the chairshot way and always use your head. Gentlemen, Double or Nothing was this past weekend. I got to tune in to a little bit. I was out and about and uh, stopped in somewhere that had it on. And uh, I watched everything up to the Stadium Stampede and the Kenny Omega match because I think the Stadium Stampede thing is a stupid concept, personally. And I knew Kenny Omega wasn't going to lose. So, what did you gentlemen think of the pay-per-view as a whole? Because the, the everything up to that, I rather enjoyed it, to be honest with you. Flat, you can go. I didn't watch this. You know that. <laughs> eh. Number one, it was nice to see fans there. I think I enjoyed the stadium stampede match more than most I enjoyed the one last year as well. Like, I, you know, I go into it. It's like watching the Fast and Furious movies. You go into it knowing exactly what you're going to get, and they deliver. It was cool for what it was. You're just the a big three... fan of Urban Meyer, aren't you? You think I'm a big fan of Urban Meyer? Okay, cool. <laughs> I see you're Although spending our... lots of time in Jacksonville. Is your Tebow Although... jersey on the way or no? Yeah, because I'm going to have a T-Bull jersey. But although Herb and I did cross streams. <laughs> I got to mark that, the tape. That, that's the thing. So we can play that, yes, I'm going to have a T-Bull jersey. Shut up. Everybody I, I hope here. when you all cross streams, it was in a bathroom and not like anywhere public, because that's a little inappropriate. Shut up. <laughs> no, we, we were both at Bowling Green State University simultaneously. Oh, that's so, so he would know streams. who you yeah. were if you met. Yeah. Shut up. No. Y'all go way back to Bowling Green. Just tell him that. It's okay. Yeah, we, we go back like spinal cords and car seats before he has security throw me out the building. <laughs> so, but, uh, <laughs> but no, it was cool for what it was. You know, the triple threat. Orange Cassidy was in it. How good could it possibly be, right? Yeah. Everything else. Eh. Eh. Uh, my other two. You just, eh. My two takeaways okay. from it. Uh, Adam Page is is awesome. I am a big fan of Adam Page. I, yes. I like the work he does in the ring. I I don't necessarily love what he does with the gimmick. I kind of like the gimmick. So we'll see what happens there. He's got to be on his way to winning that world title at some point. And 
Britt Baker. Britt, Britt, Britt. You've made such amazing strides. And congratulations on winning the championship belt. But for fuck's sake, please do not celebrate more on your way to the ring than your way out of the ring after winning the title. It was all over your face coming in. Don't do it again. Well, first off, y'all not going to hear me say anything bad about Britt Baker. Y'all know what it is. I think she is an absolute star. In terms of Hangman Page, I think he's a star as well. They just haven't done him any favors. I think that's where they're going. He's ultimately going to be the guy to upseat Kenny Omega. But they've done a shitty job telling that story. Yeah. There we go. That's double or nothing. Anything else? Oh, yeah, and Cody won. (laughs) Ha ha. Course. Well, you don't say. Which I'm not so mad at that. My bad, Tony, but I'm not so mad at that. Like it was weird. He cut that old mixed racial promo, and then he beats the black guy. That all that's weird. But I'm not <laughs> mad at that because. <laughs> Did he I'm come out but mad at that? Like the fucking Dukes of Hazard card too. Like how hard was he hitting this? <laughs> that's hilarious. But no, I'm not mad at that because they're clearly trying to get QT Marshall over, and that's clearly where we're going. We're going to get some sort of blow up oh Cody and QT. I'm not saying that's what I want, uh, but that's where we're headed. So you know, does him, QT Cody, have pictures of Dusty or something? Oh. They don't want to get out. I mean, I don't understand that. Does he's not six feet tall, and they're really into the fact that he looks like a like a fucking air conditioner repairman so it's okay all right don't worry about it there's two more no. there's there's two things He's, more important than to talk about this go ahead finish I, your I, thought plan i can say this though because he should be hvac thing. marshall not qt marshall see that they missed it <laughs> come on with a plumber's uh, crack qt <laughs> got pictures of dusty getting blown by thunderbolt patterson and that's going to just blow everything Point. All right, I'm glad I I'm glad I held off so you could say that. Anything else? You can't be the first black in the Rhodes family when there was a black that blew the Rhodes family before. Like that's that's what QT <sighs> got on him. That's why. Okay, I guess I'll I'll stop. Maybe now. All right, the Sapphire just went way back. You don't know that. Th- thoughts oh, on you the- Sapphire gave some pussy. R.I.P. By the way. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on mm-hmm. thoughts on Young Khan's promo trying to get himself over. He's awful. Pretty Tony ain't even the best con in wrestling. Get the fuck out of here. He ain't even the most productive con in wrestling. Get the Ricardo fuck out of here. Ricardo Montalban's a better Ricardo, con than Tony. Ricardo Montalban. Okay, Ricardo take it. Montalban. I need I need you guys to do me a favor real quick. It's very easy. You don't have to get up. You don't have to do anything else. Just there you deep, go. I rolled my arse. It's fine. Deep, deep breath in. Deep breath out. The blaze. The blaze. All right. Last AEW <laughs> topic before we move on to our last topic. Thoughts on Mark Henry going to AEW? <laughs> Chris, you can say it. Keep giving them checks, Mark. Exactly. Keep getting them checks. All right. Well, there you go. Let's move on to topic number five. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. All right, gentlemen. Someone actually responded to me and said what Chris said. If he was in China, he'd be all over it. Um, (laughs) stop that with john cena stop doing that shit you you saw last week what power looks like okay that's what power looks like john ain't about to fuck the money up 
and y'all getting mad at him over here. Shut up, America. You're fucking stupid. You trash people. You have this weird ideology and this weird concept that y'all are above each and every other country in the world. Like, we're just number one, which we might have been at one point in time. But guess what? We ain't there no fucking more. Leave that man alone. He's trying to go make his fucking money. And quite frankly, if it was you, you'd do the same goddamn thing. So leave that motherfucker alone. Shut the fuck up about shit you don't know about, that you don't understand, and let that motherfucker go make his goddamn money. Okay, so NWA, (laughs) When Our Shadows Fall. Good transition, Chris. is that really what it's called? Yep, When Our Shadows Fall. That sounds like a a Bad Saul sequel. That sounds like a My Chemical Romance song. It sounds like a bad Christopher Nolan movie. So according to you and Patrick, it sounds like a Christopher Nolan movie. No, we're (laughs) against that. I fuck with Christopher Nolan, even though he's a pretentious douchebag, but I like his movies. But I'm I'm anti Zack Snyder. It actually sounds like a fucking like uh, Fred Durst trying to make a comeback album. No, no, you know, no, no, no. It sounds like an NWA pay per view. Um, (laughs) that that was the funniest one. So there are a few uh, triple threat tag match here, I believe, for the titles. With uh, the War Kings, uh, Thomas Latimer, Chris Adonis. Um, non-title action between Melina and Thunder Rosa versus Taryn Terrell and Kylie Ray. we got to talk about that. NWA Television Championship, the Pope and Tyrus. Uh, and the main event, of course, is Nick Aldis defending against Trevor Murdoch. And also there's a fatal four-way with our boy Pero in it. So shout out to Pero. Got to get him back on the show at some point. Great dude. Anything that excites you there? I mean, I'm not necessarily looking to uh, a lot of this stuff. I know he brought up Kylie Ray, and Andrew had a question. I Is do that... have a question. Never mind. I can't say that. What Go were you going to say? No, come on. Say it. I... Yeah, no, you, I no, lived... you brought it. You started. I can't say that, man. I was just Can you text it to me? Out and can you text my, it to me? I mean, you know, the funny thing is the can I say it? Hope match is probably going to be the best match, but it's only going to go six minutes and five seconds. Chris, can I say it? Or I definitely can't say it. If I can't say it, what the fuck makes you think you can say it? <laughs> oh, okay, now I, now I have an idea what 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 verbiage was there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so uh, now, now just to lighten the awkward mood now, since we I think we have an idea what was going to be said, but it's not going to be said anymore. So we're going to act like it was never even mentioned. Over or under, how long until Kylie Ray retires again? Because uh, as much as I love Kylie, and I know, Tony, you've, you've seen her live and a whole bunch of stuff, and she's she's a sweetheart. But she's retired more times than, like, Brett Favre at this point, I'm pretty sure. Because uh, she thanks. gets some stage fright. Thanks whatever a lot, happens, asshole. Nothing's ever been confirmed. But, she, like, her anxiety gets the best of her. She takes a year off, then she comes back. And then it's just rinse and repeat for, like, the last three, four years. So... What the hell is NWA doing? They don't know shit. <laughs> they trying to throw shit against the wall and yeah, see what sticks. You can't say that. No. You'd no. But you see though. why it was like, funny, but you also know yeah. why I couldn't say that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, sorry. It's all bad. Yeah, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're trying to throw a bunch of shit against the wall and see what sticks, man. They don't know. <laughs> you know that. 
That's why they got they pulled Kyrie Ray's ass out because she's got name value and recognition, and they need something. Maybe, Maybe something will work. They have everything behind a fucking paywall for a brand that nobody cares about. But we did care, and they're hoping that we'll care enough to pay. We don't, but that's that was the thought process. Maybe we did. We don't. The problem but was we, we cared when it was free. Then they took seven, eight months off, lost eighty percent of their roster, and then put it behind a paywall. Who yeah. does that? Where's the logic in that? I'm not disagreeing with you, but what the fuck are they supposed to do, man? You're in this shit to try to make some money. I'm not saying it was the best. It was, okay. it was the best thing to do, but the they was trying to make some money. You know the problem with that, though? You bought the NWA. What money are you trying to make? Like, Cor- Corgan knew that was a lost cause from the beginning. And it was a kind of a, what, money pit? Monster fire, whatever you want to call it. It was just a belt and a champion for the, for a while. Then they got some heat when, uh, you know, the 10 pounds of gold thing picked up with Tim Storm and, Tim Storm and Nick Aldis on YouTube and the Josephus t- uh, stuff when uh, it was Tim Storm's biggest rival there, too, after he dropped the belt and all that other fun stuff. Now you take it off the platform that launched your brand back into relevance to a degree, and that's how you make money? When you can, isn't there ad revenue? Isn't there you know all that other shit you could do? Fair enough, but you bought a belt in the name. You built it up into into something that people were actually excited about, and it did get a little it's buzz. And then, well, guess what happened, Andrew? The I'm whole goddamn world disappeared for eight months. So, man. would you like to the hear? The whole goddamn world shut down. Would you like to hear what Billy Corgan said specifically answering to that question about the paywall and everything else? Not really. Really, but you're gonna tell us ago. I don't have to. Never mind. You no, please. No, seriously, you have Maybe to. Maybe listeners yeah. care more than we do, and then we we we'll, we'll, we'll be quiet for the listeners' sake because we are, you know, we're magnanimous like that. I think the legitimacy, the history, where we're going with the company, the roster. I mean, pound for pound, you look at who we're putting on television in terms of quality talent. Right now, it's WWE and AEW. They're running the thing. Well, beyond that, it's a big, big crowded marketplace, and you have to kind of cut your your way through. And we're fine with that. And we will emerge out this other tier. We will emerge as the victor of this tier, and then we will position ourselves to make a serious run at the top. It won't take two months, but it will happen. And when it happens, I think you're going to see a lot of people come out of the woodwork. So let me tell you what that sounds like, just real quick, okay? And creator, do not give these words, words any power. But if Amber and I were to break up, because it wouldn't be on me, it would be her just finally being fed up and sick of my shit. And I would come out and say, you know, we had a great time together and we still love each other and we care about each other very much. But at the end of the day, we just kind of moved in different directions. And I, I wish her nothing but the best. And I wish her nothing but success. And I still love her. And we're still going to re- maintain our friendship. That's what that sounded like. Tell me that's not yeah. what that sounded like. That did. That said a whole lot of nothing. Pound for pound roster? Come the fuck on. Their roster is pleated. Like, they're, they're using indie talent that didn't go to AEW or Impact. And you brought Trevor Murdoch kind of out of retirement to try to give him a decent storyline. And he's a decent enough wrestler. He's got the old school kind of southern look to everything. So I don't hate what he does. 
But like that roster is either people from AEW, not AEW, WWE or Impact, or that's about it at the top. Like nobody at the top has really been anywhere outside of that. And they got all of their name recognition off of that. You're using D'Angelo De Niro, Elijah Burke, whatever you want to call him, against the Funkasaurus as your semi-main. And that's how fans are going to see it. Even though Pope has gotten a lot better, when Pope was able to be Pope and not former Golden Gloves boxer Elijah Burke, who had one loss because it was a disqualification or whatever the fuck the story was, like, he's better. His attitude is great. He cuts a great promo. But you're not working with a deep roster. You're not working with anything anybody gives a shit about. You're just bringing people back or bringing people out of obscurity that haven't really been relevant in a while, and you're trying to get people to pay for that, which makes they, no fucking sense. They they pulled Trevor Murdoch out of teaching concealed carry classes. That's where they pulled him out from. Probably. <laughs> but I mean, we're, or stand we're all your ground if it was in Florida. You never know. <clears throat> but we're, we're all saying the same thing, and it sucks because they did build a following, and there was a buzz about that product, and then the whole world went to hell and shut down. And they and it's, had newer stars, too, because, you know, Ricky Starks was there. Zicky Dice wasn't really anybody that we saw. He wasn't young, but, like, he wasn't known to us, and they, they kind of shot him up pretty high. And, like, then what, what do we have now? We've got all of the old WWE guard, essentially, at the top. But Except that's why I, this is impact or TNA, but you know what I mean. But that's why I can't shit on them for taking the deal with uh, fight because what the fuck else were they supposed to do? Get get try to get a check. Like what else are you supposed to do at this point in time? I I don't think it's going to work. And briefly they can reconfigure, recalibrate, and figure some shit out. But what else were they supposed to do? How often does NWA have pay-per-views? Is it like every other, every few months? They're quarterly, not every... I think. Okay. I think it's quarterly. <clears throat> so instead of going and putting your weekly content behind a paywall, why not keep that free? And the months you don't have a pay-per-view, put something at a lower price as like a semi-pay-per-view to start. No? Does that not sound like it would have been a better idea? Like a Saturday night main event kind of thing that's not necessarily the pay-per-view, so you get a title match and some special things and you got to pay for it see the reaction there first i don't know it seems like they were just really excited that triller and fight tv are together and all the rest of that bullshit well think about it like this okay and i'm just throwing numbers out here let's say hypothetically that each nwa power was getting a hundred thousand views on youtube okay i don't think it was nearly that high but let's it just was more that than it... that Okay, but let's just finish. Finish. I was going to make a similar point, so finish your point. Here you go. Yeah. Okay, so out of those 100,000 viewers, 100,000 viewers that they're getting, if you could get 10% of them to buy your pay-per-view, you're doing well. But 10% of 100,000 is only like 10,000 people. So how are you going to stay solvent? How are you supposed to make money like that? So I'm not mad at them. I, was it a mistake? Yes, but I understand why they made that deal with Fight because money on the wood make the bet good, and a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. So you gonna get this money that somebody's offering you, and then we'll figure it out from there to keep yourself rolling. You know, y'all can get the it. money even no, if you I got you. Back, you know? I get you, and you're not wrong. Don't. 
I understand they took the deal. The deal is what the deal is. They need to get some kind of cash flow going again. That's fine. But my question actually comes from using the YouTube numbers because when we were hard into it, when power was out and it was the new hot thing, power was consistently getting between two and 300,000 viewers. Now that could have been because it was before or after whatever the AEW thing was. Maybe it was just getting some layover because YouTube would have actually have them autoplay after the other one if you didn't already have a playlist going. So maybe it was just that, getting wrestling fans to just kind of carry over. MLW only got about 60000 for Fusion. And they were on fucking the BN Sports Network, which you can't really expect went to many people or too many people were watching that. So what in the hell? How How is Court Bauer such a better businessman than Billy Corgan that he can work it so that they still have the BN Sports one and they also just have a vice contract that they came out with when looking at the hard numbers that people can see because I don't think BN Sports you know, kind of publishes their their viewership and stuff like that but from what you can see on YouTube NWA eclipsed what MLW's interest was. So why couldn't Corgan have gotten that vice deal? Why couldn't Corgan have gotten something on actual television for free, even if he wasn't making that much cash out of that one, just to give somebody something to dig into that wasn't behind a paywall? Do you think the network is defines court more credible than Corgan and in what they're doing? I think they're more relevant because people watch Vice for the dark side of the ring stuff so they know what it is. No, I meant like Vice maybe had more interest in working with Court Bauer as opposed to Corrigan because they think Bauer knows a little bit more about what he's doing than Billy Corrigan. That's plausible. I, th- I think Court Bauer is a better businessman than Billy Corrigan. That's my point. That's fair too. No, yeah, that's fine. He's, he's got more connections within the television industry than Billy Corgan, which I mean, on the surface, it seems weird because you think that Billy Corgan just off hit the the fame and mm-hmm. his cachet from the Smashing Pumpkins, you think he would have more pull yep. going into these meetings, but right. and don't think he didn't have those meetings because I'm sure he did. But Court Bauer just seems to be a better businessman. Just no, doesn't that... have the same platform or uh, capital. As Billy, that's a legitimate enough argument because that that was kind of how I phrased it in the beginning. It's like, is Bauer just that much of a better business person? Because yeah, yeah. How how could he pull that off with arguably less interest and less visibility than NWA? Like, I, I just find that a little surprising. Because never mind, I'm not going to say that because I don't want <laughs> to bury our relationship with NWA. Shout out to Billy Corgan, man. Keep doing your thing, and and prayerfully you guys can find your footing because you did have a great product. So hopefully you can find your footing. Agreed. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a bonus topic here on Pot is War. (laughs) Thoughts on Randy Orton? Thoughts on Randy Orton's facial hair. He's rocking the Spaniard. It's called the Spaniard. It's when your mustache, goatee, and a little, well, mustache, you know, uh, what, what do we got here? The, uh, the, uh, what is this? The flavor saver? The, what do we, what do we call this here? Come on. Come on. Tell me. I can't think of it. It's called the, it's called the state trooper. No, it's called the Spaniard. It's when your goatee doesn't connect from the mustache down to the chin, but you got everything else. That's what it's called. Look it up. What thoughts on, on Randy Orton's newest facial hair? This one's for Greg. <laughs> just just why 
just why are we having this conversation? It's a bonus topic. Didn't you hear the horn? Oh, great. His beard never connected to his mustache. It's no, like, I'm it's... not surprised. What are you going to do? I don't know. Like, uh, I don't. Do I have an opinion? Not really. He still looks like Randy Orton. Good, good for him. I'm, I'm proud. That motherfucker look like Don Quixote in this bitch, man. <laughs> to dream the impossible dream. <laughs> Randy Orton's gonna start like RKO and windmills. It's gonna be the best fucking thing. Yes, yes. <laughs> Call the soul patch for fuck's sake. Why couldn't I think of soul patch before? <laughs> I just no, I got nothing. Randy Orton, RKO, and windmills, man. That's the best shit that's been said all night. And only like five people are going to even get the reference, but that shit was hilarious. <laughs> that's why Braun got fired. Randy thought he was a windmill, so he got RKO. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, damn. Hey, Do you have any head. strong opinion on it, Tony? Like. No, I don't. I I think Randy Orton's facial hair kind of falls in line with mine. I don't connect I either. Because you got that same thing going on. Very much so. When I just my, Randy and I babied it up on the sides, yeah. Randy and I's uh, haircuts and facial hair have, have kind of paralleled each other throughout the years, and I have noticed it. Like I'd shave my head, and he'd shave his head, and then I'd grow it out, and it'd just be a little longer. I'd have a beard, he'd have a beard, then we'd both be clean shaven. I was thinking about rocking the Spaniard for a golf outing on Saturday. Now I guess I got to do it because my brother and facial hair has got it going on. So that, that's all I can you do. You should tag him on Twitter, too. He'd probably actually respond because Orton's Twitter game is actually pretty good. I will do that from the golf course this weekend. Mm-hmm. He looks he looks like Rio from Good Girls. And if y'all don't know who I'm talking about, <laughs> trust me. I got to We got to go. We gotta go, I gotta go. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, go ahead, guys. Any last thoughts today? No, not after that. Jesus Christ. Uh, 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 sh- shout out to Manny Montana. Is that his shoot name? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, no, that, I mean, that's his. That, no, the that's his work name. I don't. It could be. I'm not sure. You know, <laughs> like that's the that's his that's his acting name. Yeah, like but he signs a contract. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Anyway, go ahead, Chris. Why, why don't you take us home? Oh, that. <laughs> this is been the smoothest podcast ever. This is such yeah. good shit, pal. Honestly, I think our our listener will like this a lot. Shout At out! Point, there might be one left. You're right. <laughs> Shout out to Rio from Good Girls. Shout out to Don Quixote. Shout out to Randy Orton. Shout out to our one listener, uh, Mr. Belaz. Want to let the good folks know where they can find you, sir? You can find me at a China buffet on every <laughs> on Main Street, street. in awesome. every city. Love it's it. gonna be fantastic, bro. That's gotta be your new Twitter banner. China buffet? No, you can find me at a China buffet on any main street in the United States. <laughs> That's good. I prefer the ones that have the big vat of chocolate pudding as like dessert, and it's just it's just pudding on the side. Like that's fantastic. That nobody ever eats, right? You nope. don't know how long it's been there, but the, <laughs> the one time you're brave enough to try, you're like, oh, this shit slaps. Like this is fucking great pudding. <laughs> and it'd be right next to the ice where they keep. Yes. The- 
and the cold shrimp. Yep. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you know. I'm glad it's not just a Jersey thing. Oh, we've all been <laughs> so, there. We've all been there. Oh, that's good. That's good. But yeah, so IWC War Chief on the Twitter, and gonna have to work on how I'm gonna fit in at a China buffet on every Main Street. But we'll work that one out. You know, uh, I'll probably be covering the Impact against the Lods next week. Yeah, next Saturday because I think it's the 12th. Or whatever, however that that lines up. Are they, they going head? To, are they going head to head with the? Are they going head to head with the NXT? Or is the NXT on Sunday again? Everything's been on Sunday anymore, so that's a good question. That's something for us to probably talk about next week in case it is on Saturday, because I don't really know. There we go. But yeah. But either way, so I'll cover that. There's probably going to be a lapse in impact this week though, because I can't get to it. And Adams in Florida, so good old AJ on location. So there we go. So we'll have fun with that. We'll figure that out. But everything else you can find on thechairshot.com. Oh, and I'll be covering Dominion on the 7th because ah. I got pushed back a day. Oh, that, what's, uh, what, what is all going on at Dominion? Uh, Thicky Ricardo versus Okada. That is happening Camp. at Dominion. Oh, geez. Yes. We, didn't, we didn't even bring that up when we were talking New Japan. We went into other shit. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Does anybody then, think that Okada's not going to win? Wait. All right. I'm just yeah, saying. He's gonna win. Andrew, yeah. I mean, I don't think everybody's going to be shocked if Thicky Ricardo wins, but like it should be Okada. Cobb's got his match against Ibushi and um, El Desperado and Yo are going to have their junior heavyweight match. And then the rest of the card, I think, is still not 100% finished. Yeah, the top well, pretty I, good. I, 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 I'm I'm sure that Dick to go is going to be fighting Pussy Galore. I think that's been announced for the card. Probably Dick to go is a great fast food restaurant name, though. Like Jesus it's Christ, not. it's it not. It is. It is. I'm not eating Sonic. at Dick to go. Like Sonic, but it's I'm Dick to go. I'm not eating at Dick to go's. When you when you okay, so when you're going there though, and you and eventually you see it, do you yell out "Spotted Dick to go"? I don't know. How did you ever call it Dick's Sporting Goods? You missed it. That's you always. Dicks? I hate the fact that. You no, you you miss. You just just wrap it up, Chris. He, he missed it. Dicks. Yeah, I understand yeah. Nah, what you're that's right. You you no sold like it. The... You you yeah. That's when like you no sell shit like, like that from me, you really I get punched in the fucking mouth. Now we're now I'm a potato your ass. That that's like the corny joke with dicks and Siemens being next to each other in the shopping plaza. That's, that's where I was. Go- I'm glad you knew that. Yeah. That's okay. Where I was kind of going. Okay, but but at yeah. county at county stadium, they had the names of the of the hall of the Brewer Hall and of Famers. Up. Stadium or Listen, the county jail. What Milwaukee, are we talking about? It was Milwaukee County Stadium before it was Miller Park, and they okay. had the names in the outfield, uh, uh, like the people that they were in the Brewers Hall of Fame. And it went, Yount Fingers Aaron. <laughs> so they had he to, did. You don't know what happened. In so the they had so they, story. So they had to change that. They had to change That's that. That's good comment. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Shout out to Riley Fingers. We were talking about facial hair earlier. Word. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Does anybody else have anything to say, man? Oh, we'll figure it out. He already told him where you you say where you're for what you got going on, and then we'll you know we'll maybe we'll say something else. And this is, all right, fair this has been so. the most professional pot is war ever. Yeah, this yeah, right. has been the biggest clusterfuck train wreck that we've done in a while, but it's been fun. Yeah, it was a fun time. What are you about when's the last time we haven't done a train wreck show? Like what, 2017? Like last week wasn't a train wreck. 
love how he gets <laughs> train wreck. It was, it was like, maybe there was an ATV that flipped over, but it's not a train wreck. Well, the train didn't blow up, but that Mellon Farmer sure wrecked. Speaking of trains, this, we won't have to listen to Braun Strowman's train thing coming around the ring yeah. anymore. <laughs> Hey, listen, before I listen to your Uncle Chris, okay? Listen to Uncle Christopher. Uncle Chris. Do not eat cold shrimp or sushi at a Chinese buffet. Oh, God, no. Yeah, Trust no. me on that. No. Don't do it. No. Don't do it. Don't do it. But you can find me on Twitter at the Real C Platt. More importantly, if you enjoy the content we provide here at Pod is War and the other great podcasts and articles that we provide day in and day out here at the Chair Shot. The best way to make sure we keep providing that content you love so much is by going to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. I guarantee all you have to do is go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. And if you go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and peruse ProWrestlingTees forward slash the chair shot, you are going to find something you like. I guarantee it. The weather's heating up. The restrictions are going away. We're going back outside. It's going to be a hot boy summer. You need t-shirts. You can't fit the t-shirts you got right now because we've been locked up for the last year and a half and we all got guts right now. So you need to re-up with your summer wardrobe. So start that out by going to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and picking up an official chair shot t-shirt. Please and thank you. Thank you and please. TheChairShot.com. We're not just a website. We're a movement. Mr. Tunney, let everybody know what you got going on, sir. And I hope that made sense. You can find me at PC Tunney on Twitter and Facebook. And just continue to listen to ChairShot Radio Network on all your favorite streaming services and at TheChairShot.com where we encourage you to always use your head. You heard the man. For the Commissioner PC Tunney, for Andrew Snowflake Balls Belaz, not but chugging salt water this week, thank God, because he could get on with us. I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt. Thank you all for tuning in to the latest edition of Pot is War. We'll see you back here next week, same Platt time, same Platt channel. Until, uh, easy for me to say. Until then, shalom. Hit it, Carly. I butt chug salt water all the time.
Thechairshot.com. Always use your head.